uh, and part of the school entertainment. Uh, myself, DJ Doug, DJ Famous, another member of Zoo, Tone, and uh, the only female coach. Uh, and how long have you guys been together own. doing your productions? Uh, it was a couple of years, 11 years, we just celebrated our 11 year anniversary event, which we attended. We consider ourselves more event planners than party promoters because, you know, we, we run everything from front to back. Right. We, we book our own venues, um, you know, hire the staff, and, you know, it's a control of everything that goes on, pretty much like running the club to one night. Okay, so you guys have planned uh, the gender where it's monthly. You're going to do uh, another venue. I've actually been to your venues. Okay. Uh, everyone, let you know here, the listeners, Avery is actually my son and very proud of what he does and accomplish, uh, what he's accomplished. He makes. I uh, have attended some of his parties, and I found them to be really entertaining. Abe, I love you coming on and talking with us. Uh, hang around for a little while. I want to talk in this logic for a while. Uh, and then we're going to bring you back in so we can just see what kind of messages you want to give to uh, our listeners. But let me talk with them for a while. Neth, are you still there? Yes, I'm here. Okay, please pronounce your full name for our listeners. Well, it's, it's Nith Logic with an N. Some people say it's Miss Logic, but it's Nith Logic, like Jeff. Um, actually, my name is Nithateria, and I'm from Brooklyn, New York. And representing Hand in Hand Foundation, a non- national nonprofit organization, as well as my founded organization, Bless the Streets. Okay, I really want to hear uh, about Bless the Streets. Uh, talk to me about that. Uh, Bless the Streets was founded by myself um, and a, a personal friend of mine. And actually, we were very knowledgeable about organizations and resources throughout um, locally and nationally and was on a mission to make sure um, that resources was um, received by the people in our neighborhoods. Um, I've been in various situations. I have family members and friends who have been in various situations where they will call me and I'll go online and I'll do the research. And I've found that knowledge about um, just knowledge about life, knowledge about business, knowledge about anything that you want, um, you want to accomplish is the key to success. So it really started off with education. Education was one area, and homelessness was one area that we wanted to educate people about resources that was available to them. And and giving people the knowledge about what was was going on with public education, private education, or charter schools. So that's where we started. Um, Now we have branched out and and cover homelessness, um, illiteracy, education, um, various topics, various topics for children and adults. So we cover all families for all families. Okay, I got a couple of questions I just want to ask you. Um, what motivated you personally to get involved? What What made you such like time, energy, and thought to do this? Was there a personal well, experience in your life that touched you? We go from different phases and levels in our life of what we want to do with ourselves as we learn and we invent ourselves. And I'm just curious as to at what point were you in your life when you recognized that this is your call and your anointment and this is what you're skilled and able to do? At what point did you come to that realization? Well, I felt that we are all molded um, in our childhood. So this came to me as a child. It, when I became to start um, started on my mission, 
was actually roughly six years ago when I was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder. Um, Of course, like a lot of people, we all have backstories, and our backstories is what really makes us and molds us to be the adults we are. Um, And and at that time, I actually found myself crying out and asking God, why did he forsake me due to the circumstances that I was in? I had lost my daughter's father. Um, I was in a situation where you can say I was homeless, but I always have family, so I had a place to stay, but I didn't have my own. So, you know, God has a child that has his own. And then at the time, I had to deal with a lot of childhood issues, being abandoned early on in life. Uh, my mom um, became a victim of the, the drug wars and, you know, was kind of abandoned early on and had to be an, a young adult. So I'm crying out to God and really realizing what made me happy before I had stress. What made me happy before I was drinking, before I was smoking, or before I did anything that I thought being an adult was to be about? What made me happy? And those are the things giving back to my community, getting back to my true self. And I did have to go through the post-traumatic stress disorder to get to that point where um, I knew I needed to help people, not only help myself, because helping, helping people, you actually help yourself. So um, getting that knowledge and, and again, um, having friends who were in circumstances, I, at, at a time when I was losing people myself, I had, it was about 18 deaths around me. Every month for, for almost two years, I found myself going to a funeral. So being with all that stress, um, again, I cried out to God, and I asked him to help me figure out my happiness. And my happiness took me back to my childhood. Again, what made me happy before I used everything else to cover my happiness? And that made me get into giving back. So my first thing I did was, of course, a back-to-school drive. I had a child who has um, who has an IEP. She has a learning disability. And I had to educate myself to help my child navigate through school. So that educated me about the education system, the public school system. So I started educating parents around me. And just so happened that a lot of... Okay, Nip, I want you to hold on to that for a minute. I'm going to come back to you. Let me come back with Avery to see uh, uh, what he wants to wrap up with because we still have online. Avery, are you still there with us? Yeah, he's still there. Okay, I do appreciate the time that you invested. I don't know how much time you have to hang out, uh, but I would like I'm, to hear if there's any. Okay, uh, I'm definitely going to get back to you. As you can hear with Nip, what I have to talk to her about a couple of other situations. There's a hand-in-hand foundation uh, that Mr. Walker was supposed to have been in this panel with us, but uh, she's going to be able to articulate uh, what his dynamic is, so I need to hear what she has done and then also then have her communicate to our listeners what's going on with the Hand in Hand Foundation. It's very closely similar to my foundation, GPE, which we are on the GPE discussion panel. So uh, if you have time, hang around, listen in. If you have some interesting questions for NIFS, uh, join in to the, to the discussion. If you an area that you yourself are curious about as you're part of our panel tonight, ask her a question. But if you got time to hang out, hang around. I'll okay. definitely come back to you before we're done. Uh, Nip, I want to get back to you because i got another question for you, a couple more other questions. You said that uh, because of your child learning disabilities, it put you into the education system and it gave you insight to learn how to build within the education system. What are you partnering with now? Who are you partnering with now? That's what you said, Wayne. And in hand foundation. Uh, how is I didn't that? hear. I didn't. I didn't hear so much. So what you were saying is like some background noise. 
Okay, let me ask you again. But let me just rephrase what I just said. You spoke to us about the fact that your daughter has an IUP, um, understands the learning disability, and, and dealing with the education system. You found a lot of helpful information that you realize could help other people. The question is, who are you partnering with uh, presently? And I do realize that you are, do work hand-in-hand, hand, Mr. Walker Foundation, so I want to sort of have an understanding as to what it was that made you realize that working with Mr. Walker's direction worked with where your your desires and, and, and your aspirations were. How how did that connection come come together for you? Okay, so go to the levels of the answer and the questions. I, I actually partnered with various organizations, um, New York Cares, Hand in Hand being one of them, which is the national organization that I'm an executive director for. Um, we have Summer Stage, Park, um, Parks Park Foundation, um, New York State of Mind, um, Coalition for Education is a partner, Universal Hip Hop Courage, which I'm the chairman for, cases.org, which I am also on advisory board of, um, my partner with um, the African Arts Festival, um, and there's various local uh, smaller organizations, 500 Black Men, SOS, Saving Our Streets. So these are organizations that have had a partnership with or um, do a, um, AMG. So as many, I, I have about um, collectively about 50 partners that are organizations that are partners. Um, okay, one, so Hand in Hand Foundation happened to be another one. What was it about Hand in Hand Foundation? that caught your interest and, and uh, sort of directed your will to give your time and energy toward their cause? Well, actually, it's passion. Um, a lot of my reasons, again, I started off with having a, a, um, by, with my daughter. So all my services that I started offering to the community was based through my child um, because we couldn't get services for um child care or after school program. So I created my own. Um, I, I started a a service where it was $10 a day and I would take the children, pick them up from school and keep them to 8 o'clock at the library. Make sure their homework was done, make sure projects was done. Some of my male fathers, um, single fathers who um, had children, I would even go beyond and go to the hospitals to tutor children, um, have the children at my house overnight because they had to work. So it was more of a love of a community and being raised with that the village raised a community and I was one yeah. of the children in the village who had the community raise me. So I, you know, that it wasn't a point a point to give back. It was doing what I know. So um, actually, when I came across um, Harris, Harris, we were in a Facebook group. Right. And we were in a in the same group for maybe a, over a year. You know, corresponding back and forth. And of course, people watch you on Facebook, watch what you post, your interactions in other groups. And he asked me a question. He told me, you know, um, people can finance you with money. I told, he saw everything I was doing for a number of years, and I actually found that I was struggling um, getting my 501c3. So he said, sure, well, you know, you come, he let me know what he was doing, which goes along, along a lot of the works that I was doing. So he said, okay, I'll put you under my um, 501c3, which made it even better for me because now I don't have to look for a local 
fiscal sponsor, I have a national fiscal sponsor now. So I was able to do more work with a 5013 and, and not funding everything out of my pocket. Right. I'm sure that that helped. Oh, hold on. I, I definitely understand that. Being uh, a uh, Green Park experience has been uh, uh, a wonderful experience in my life, and uh, I've got a lot of satisfaction out of it. Uh, but as we all know, anything that's uh, joyous or enjoyable, uh, you most times had to work pretty hard to make a large investment in order to reap those benefits. Um, let me ask you something. Um, what kinds of projects and programs are currently underneath your 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 examination? What what's coming up? To, to, to tell me the deal. What's coming up? What's closest to your heart? Because you talked about partnering with a lot of different organizations, and they all have continual events during the year. Um, every once in a while, we have to separate ourselves and get, you know, focused on a particular uh, situation. What's inside of your heart now to be focused on? Let's talk about that. Well, I've always education and literacy. And um, given the next generation, their tools to need to be successful in life, and uh, that's really what my heart is. You know, um, I do a lot of literacy reading programs, uh, math programs, whether it's inside schools or I do it, you know, on the side as, you know, what people call a hustle. But that's um, something that I'm really passionate about. Um, I if some people need a tutor. I actually go to the homes. Again, I go to the hospital. I have a reading program and um, Bellevue Hospital in New York City because a lot of people don't realize that there's children who who there six months out of uh, out of the year for various uh, mental ailments, and okay, they're not able to question. go to school. Uh, um, uh, just because you, you spoke about the uh, reading program at Bellevue Hospital targeted towards kids, are you familiar with... Um this uh, organization, Books and Bros. They're on yes. Facebook. Uh, I've been trying to get this gentleman, uh, 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 Sydney, to come and uh, read uh, or talk about him reading and maybe even seeing if he can actually read somewhere. Now, it sounds like if it can happen, affecting uh, Books and Bros and having this 11-year-old young man actually maybe participate in your reading program for Bellevue uh, Hospital. What do you think about something like that? Yeah, that's great. That was, that we always taking in more um, volunteers. You know, we build for volunteers. We actually um, advocate for children, more high school and college students to get involved, to and junior high school students to get involved, so we can give them their community service hours. And again, it's telling them that you know is not giving back. It's something that you, which you know, you know, and right. we me, okay. in that. So, so let let us go there. Uh, when you're trying to build, I've actually put together a step solution, student teen entrepreneurial program. During the summer months, I try to uh, uh, stipend young people to do volunteer work for me when, when I host games in the park to children, you know, ed- educate and help build for the children. And I know what I need uh, to do financially. I know the pitfalls that I've fallen to and how to keep my program running. Um, so I go to help. What kind of help do you need? And I want this to be on the air because this is a recorded program. And if presented to someone, potential sponsor, if you were talking to a particular sponsor, tell them what you need and why you would need this to help push your your vision further. In other words, well, we actually need yeah. we need uh, more sponsors. I actually go um, after sponsors. 
um, is always a, a great way for sponsors and, and nonprofits to to, to um, have a, a understanding and work together. You know, I do reach the people. I have an interpersonal relationship with the community. Um, people, you know, one thing you did mention in, in another conversation was that um, my value is the, the the trust that people have in me. You know, I go into their homes, I go into their hospitals, I go into the schools for their children, and they they leave me with the most valuable thing, more than money, with the children. You know, so my interpersonal relationship is one of the things that's needed for the sponsors. You know, I'm, because I, I, I am into a financial sense where I'm going for grants. I'm going because I've been funding myself and self-funding myself, you know, as far as even with the Hand in Hand Foundation, the programs that they run out of California are self-funded. But now we get to the point where our funding is, is exhausted. You know, we want to keep pushing, and we still, we still keep pushing no matter what. But we do need sponsors to come in. And because I'm so so involved with the events in my community, I'm willing to give out flyers, um, promote um, businesses, promote what's going on in the community. Because it's not only my organization that needs to keep going. It is the local businesses that's in our community that need to keep going, and we need to keep them afloat. So it's, it's, a, it's a three-way street. It's organizations, it's businesses, and it's the community. So we all need to work together so we can flourish. You know, it's not about this, only about the community, it's about flourishing. So there are any sponsors that, that are out there. You know, we do a basketball tournament. We have reading programs. We have children that we work with and mentor. We push them, we, you know, do music, theater, art. And, and yes, we definitely need more resources. We need some more volunteers. We pull out children from high school and have them volunteer at our events. Whether you know, we do events all over um, because we partner with so many organizations. So we have events at the Children Aid Society, the P, um, PALs, and, and the local communities, the, um, the New York City housing communities. You know, we are anywhere we go, we can service you. We come, and we're not just coming. We have a, even have a program in. Um, Covenant House that uh, we do on Thursdays, which is a cooking program. And then we do, you know, fun games and arts and crafts and really talk to the mothers and mentor them just through being there, you know, and letting them know that we've been here before. Right. Let's go back to Covenant House. A lot of people may not know what Covenant House does. Explain what Covenant House does and why you felt it was important to assist them with this cooking dynamic. Well, Covenant House focuses on um, helping teens, um, some are teen mothers, but not only, you know, they, they help young men and women who, are, who, don't, who don't have housing. You know, they assist them with um, working, um, business classes, um, assisting them to go back to school. But uh, the, one of the houses that I work with is um, specifically single moms, pregnant moms, and moms with young children. And they house them for two years and um, give them all the resources. It's like a program, a, a place where you can get all the resources. You don't have to go and look for them. But they also have their, you know, their rules and their regulations. So um, working with women that are as young as 17, 18 coming into the Covenant House who don't have a place don't have a, a family, don't have a support system, and they don't have anywhere to go. So um, it's what we call a shelter, um, but, you know, they house not only pregnant pregnant women, they also house teens and children as well. Okay. That, that, you are definitely on top of doing a lot of wonderful things, and I applaud you for that. Uh, I think it's a great thing that you're doing. Um, before we, Our time is running down. Um, 
Let me get back to Avery uh, because we're down to the last few minutes. But before I wrap this up with you, I want you just to uh, lightly go over what's coming up, what's the next project that you and Mr. Harris Walker are envisioning for Hand in Hand here on the East Coast. What do you guys have? Well, on a local level, all those who are in New York, we will um, have um, an Easter event in Target um, Park. So that's in Harlem. So you guys can come out. We're advertising that all over Facebook. Um, okay, as well tell as us the hand found Huh? Give us the plug. It's going to be where now? It's at the Target um, Garden, 135th Street in Harlem. Oh, so it's 135th Street and, and, and Marcus Garvey? Yes. Okay. Um, and, and, and where is it going to be held? Inside, outside? No, it's in an outside outside garden. We have about three gardens in total. So, you know, you just come to the intersection. You see a crowd of people, and you know, we have different faces. You know, but you do understand. You know, the organization is for the community. So, you know, we have right, um, face right. painting, and arts and crafts, um, egg 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 painting for the children. Um, you know, so it will be an Easter a, a great Easter event. You know, from oh, okay, from there. That Absolutely run for okay. Uh, Nif Logic, give the people a way to reach you if they want to just communicate with you about the events that you're involved with. If, if they want to get something for their family, their daughter, their son, uh, how do they communicate with you? Well, you could always go to the Hand in Hand Foundation dot org website, and that's Hand in Hand Foundation dot org website, and they can okay. find um, find everyone. You know, whether it's in New York, Chicago, Nevada, California. They'll find ways to um, get connected with what we're doing. We also have a community store with the Hand in Hand Foundation community store where you can help our foundation the other foundations by doing what you do best, go shopping. You just go shopping through our our foundation, which is the Hand in Hand org, and you actually help us in that way. All right, now, uh, let me get to Abe. Our, our, I'm down to my last couple of minutes. Uh, so what I'd like to ask you is what's coming up now? What, what are you guys working on? What kind of production uh, well, we have, are you team working on? Well, we just really constantly working on something. Right now we have two weekly events, um, after work party at Charge, uh, 21st Street, 25th and 5th. Uh, no cover charge, and happy hours from 9 to 5 to 9, and we'll get to 5. Uh, we usually close around 11. Um, you know, it's after work. So it's a mature crowd. 28 to 35. Um, Most everybody is literally coming from after work. So everybody is tired. Just nicely. Um, full dinner menu. Um, two for one drink at the best spot. A lot of DJs by the time. We constantly rotate DJs every week. Um, then we also have night events every Saturday at 3.36, which is on 36th Street between uh, 6th and 7th Avenue. Uh, and that's more, you know, a night um, party goes kind of crowd. Um, okay. Uh, uh, I hear you. So it's going to be a good event that you have coming up in a couple of locations on 36th Street. Um, what uh, what I want to say before uh, we get uh, – off the air, my time is running down for my program. How would you feel about doing a How would you feel about doing a fundraiser with Hand in Hand Foundation? 
Uh, that would be great. Like I said, the after work would probably be the best, the better platform, something like that, because it, it does start in, you know, uh, afternoon time. Um, okay, Nip, okay Nip, you said that you guys need fundraising. What do you think about doing a, a cross-promotion and a fundraiser with uh, Avery's uh, production company? That would be great. Um, we also do, we're doing some big fundraising. I would like for you, I don't know if you guys heard about the big boat. I okay. mean, Okay, uh, we don't have time to get into that because we're cutting down. So let me just wrap okay. this up. Uh, listeners, you've uh, been with GPE Discussion Panel. We've had Avery Sims with Avery uh, uh, Sims uh, uh, Technicians, and he uh, has his production company. Avery, tell me the name of his production company. Is that Ex- Exhibit Extreme? Exquisite Entertainment. Exquisite. Right, Exquisite Productions, and he's uh, family. And uh, he's willing to uh, do a cross-promotion with Hand in Hand Foundation that's looking for sponsorship to provide uh, housing, sustainable housing leads uh, certified for homeless uh, people uh, to try and build a community. We have uh, this logic that's going to be part of this production. So people, listen to us every Monday night, 11 p.m. New York time. Everyone say good night, guys. Good night, Niff. I had you on mute. Good night. Good night, Ace. Good night, guys. Good night. All right, now. Take it easy. God bless.